Hello, and welcome to today's edition of Tabernacle Today, a podcast maintained by the Tabernacle located in Danville, Virginia. The following sermon is by Eddie McDonald, music pastor at the Tabernacle, and was recorded during our Sunday morning service. Additional information about the Tabernacle can be found at our website at www.thetabernaclefamily.org. Our prayer is that you will be blessed by the Word of God today. Turn in your Bibles as we join Eddie for another edition of Tabernacle Today. Praise the Lord. That was worth the price of admission right there. I love that line in there. Did you catch it? Jubilant we are today. Our guilt washed away. That's the story of the, of the redeemed, amen? And uh, as we come this morning, uh, I, uh, when I got word about, uh, about Pastor and, uh, and uh, Miss Elizabeth, I asked Joey, I said, Joey, can I, if I can be of any help now that I'm on the other side of this, and Joey leapt at it and said, yes, you get the early service. <laughs> so you're stuck with me this morning. Um, if you would take your Bibles and turn to Isaiah chapter 9, we're going to take a little bit of time this morning to um, step into Christmas. Um, and so um, Isaiah chapter 9 is where we're going to hang out for a little bit this morning. If, uh, as you're turning there, if you are following along in the traditional Advent calendar, we are wrapping up the second week of Advent. And um, traditionally, the way it goes is in the first week, you focus on the hope of Christmas. In the second week, you focus on the peace of Christmas, and then the love of Christmas, and then the joy of Christmas, and on Christmas Day, you celebrate Christ himself. Um, and, and throughout Christendom, we've seen um, that ebb and flow, um, both in the church corporate as well as individual families. Um, a lot of families, um, like the McDonald family, we, we have a, a, a Christmas wreath, an Advent wreath at home, and we've been making our way through a devotion. We usually choose a different Advent devotional um, each year. And so in the traditional form, if you follow along those lines, um, this is, we're wrapping up the second week of Christmas um, of Advent, and so the focus this past week has been on peace. And uh, um, that's kind of where I wanna go after thinking of hope and now the peace of Christmas. At this point, most of you, um, if you are, um, how many just, absolutely look forward to Christmas. Just a show of hands. You just can't wait for it. How many, especially this year? I'm going to go ahead and do this. Yeah. All of us, right? I just need Christmas, please. Um, that Christmas joy, especially after a year of 2020. And, um, and the decorations are all out, right? Um, and perhaps you've had one or two episodes where you began wondering, maybe, why do I do this to myself? Any, any, any year, yeah, one, two, um, you, you get to that point and, and there's just boxes all over the place and, and it's just a precursor really to the madness of Christmas Day when you have wrapping paper all over the place. And of course we love it, you know, we love seeing the kids all excited and, and, and whatnot, but there is that moment where you're just looking and, and maybe it's the husbands of the group who look at their wives and say, do we really, I mean, can't we just put a sprig of holly on the shelf and call it done. Um, 
No, of course we can't. Because um, you, you got the storage, and then you have um, the expert decorators. You know who you are, right? No, 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 no. A little more to the right. No, no. A little more over this way. No, no. Now it's got to go down a little right there. Perfect. Maybe we should go in the other room. Right? You know who you are. Um, and then lights, lights, lights. You, you begin to understand why the Grinch was written, right? Um, noise, noise, noise. Well, eventually it all simmers down, doesn't it? And you have once again in the house, what? Peace. Sweet peace. You know, peace is amazing. And uh, sometimes this word can be elusive, isn't it? Um, ask anyone what the word means, and you're going to get a dozen interpretations, um, definitions, invocations of it in all manner and ways. So I'd like to just cut to the chase this morning, um, and examine what God would have us understand this word to mean as it pertains to the Advent season. Um, remember, Advent just simply means coming. And so when we talk about Advent, we're usually talking about the first Advent, the first coming of Christ. Um, so as we continue to look backward and celebrate the hope of Christmas, I want us to focus now on the peace of Christmas and the hope and peace of Christmas is Christ himself. Among the various nuances and definitions provided by Noah Webster in his early dictionary, he defines peace as this, quote, harmony, concord, a state of reconciliation between parties at variance. A familiar Christmas carol that we sing contains the following lyrics. Say it along with me if you know it. Hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconcile, reconcile. Now, before reconciliation happens, the obvious state of war or enmity exists, doesn't it, between two or more parties. We, brothers and sisters, were at one time at war with Almighty God. We, as it were, fired the first shot. This, in fact, is part of the gospel story as we're sharing with somebody who doesn't know Christ. We begin here with the bad news. There's war, and we're the ones who started it. Romans 5, 6 through 11 reminds us that we were enemies with God before coming to Christ. This declared war, of course, has its casualties, doesn't it? Namely, us. We're the casualties. And we create casualties all around us because of our own sin. For not only had we come to eventually acknowledge that we were not righteous, that in truth we had no fear of God before our eyes, Romans Chapter 3, verses 10 through 18 tell us, but we had in point of fact fallen short of God's glory. Romans 3.23. Not only this, the consequences for such actions are explained to us in the same passage, right? The wages of this falling short, of this rebellion, of this enmity, this sin was and is death. But, don't you just love conjunctions? But the gift of God, Paul writes, is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amazing. 
this holy, righteous God, whom we had picked a fight with, offers us an end to the hostilities. Think of it. Offered and offers continually to a world that is continuing to fight a losing battle, as the psalmist writes in Psalm 2. He offers peace. True peace only comes through Jesus. Always has and it always will. Now you, you pause for a second, you say, wait, 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 wait a minute, Eddie. What do you mean always has? Well, before his first advent, it was the peace received in believing the promises of Almighty God, even as Abram of old, right? It was, he believed God and it was credited to him, reckoned to him as what? As righteousness, right? This morning, I'd like us to look at a passage written by the prophet Isaiah over 700 years before the advent of Christ, where the prophet proclaims the peace which will only be found in Messiah. Not only that, but the peace that is Messiah. So you should have already turned there. Um, Isaiah chapter 9, look at it with me. We're going to focus on verses 6 through 7. And I'll read it in its entirety first, and then we'll dive into it. Isaiah chapter 9, starting at verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Will you pray with me? Father, as we spend a few moments unpacking this passage, I pray, Lord God, that you would stir in our hearts once again and remind us of the amazing peace that we have now with you through your son, our savior, the Messiah, King Jesus. Lord, I ask that you would speak through me and though our message is rather simple this morning, I pray that its profundity would strike us in a unique way this morning and that we would walk out of here with a sense of your peace and on mission with you to share that peace with a troubled world. I ask this in the matchless name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. So Isaiah begins, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us. We're familiar with John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he what? He gave, right? He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It was God who made the first move toward peace. Think of it. And we were the ones who rose up in rebellion. Remember, we weren't even looking for peace. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 3, 11, that no one seeks God. 
So here it is. A child will be born to us. A son will be given this gift given to us, to the world. And the government, Isaiah writes, will rest on his shoulders. Jesus one day will rule all nations of the world. What a glorious thought. Revelation 2, 27 says the following, quote, And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of the potter are broken to pieces, as I also have received authority from my Father, end quote. And in Philippians chapter 2, verses 10 through 11, Paul writes to us and tells us that one day, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Truly, the government will rest on his shoulders. Now, check out the adjectives of Messiah, if you will as Isaiah unfolds this, this glorious truth of Messiah. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. He is wonderful, isn't he? For those of us that know Jesus, and I don't mean know of him, I, I mean knowledge in the, in the original root of the word, the, the knowledge of walking with Christ, we know him to be wonderful. He is, as one commentator points out, both God and man. How wonderful, how, how awe-inspiring is that? He is indeed counselor. He's privy to the counsels of the Father and counselor to those of us who trust in him. He is wonderful counselor. He is also mighty God, mighty indeed. None surpass his strength, for with God, as the angel told Mary, all things are what? Possible. All things, Luke 1.37. We know that man's wisdom and strength are nothing in the face of God's folly and weakness. That is, if he had any, which he doesn't. This is the scope of what Paul is telling the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 1.25. Is God foolish? No, of course not. Is he unwise? Of course not. But if you were to stack that hypothetical against man's strength and wisdom, it would not stand up at all. No, he is indeed mighty. Not only mighty in wisdom, mighty in strength, he is mighty to save. Brothers and sisters, we've sung these truths at Christmas. This is why I love Christmas, because it is, it's that one time of year where we get to sing songs with the heathen and explain to them what they're singing. So here we are, and as, we, as we're looking to this glorious end, this mighty to save God, this God who is wonderful counselor, this Messiah upon whom the government will rest, he is also eternal father. Now, let me unpack this just a little bit because it can be a little misleading. This is not to confuse the distinction within the triune Godhead. This may be better translated, father of eternity. Warren Wearsby explains, quote, among the Jews, the word father means originator or source. For example, Satan is the father of what? 
lies. That's right. Or the originator of lies, John 8, 44. If you want anything eternal, Wearsby writes, you must get it from Jesus Christ. He is the father of eternity, end quote. John 1, verses 1 through 3, echoes the fact that Jesus is the eternal father. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Jesus himself said that if you have seen me, you've what? Seen the Father. That's right, John 14, 9. And he said, I and the Father are one, John 10, 30. From everlasting to everlasting, the psalmist writes in Psalm 90, verse 2, he is God. Well, not only is he wonderful counselor and mighty God and eternal father, Isaiah tells us that he is prince of peace. And this is where I want to zero in. Let me quote an, an ancient theologian here, Matthew Henry said it well when he wrote the following, quote, as a king, Jesus preserves the peace, commands peace, nay, he creates peace in his kingdom. He is our peace. And it is his peace that both keeps the hearts of his people and rules in them. I want to pause for a moment. If you truly are a follower of Jesus Christ, then when enmity comes in on, uh, into the kingdom of your household, there should be a natural angst within. For the true believer is what I'm talking about here. Because the Prince of Peace has shared himself with you. He is that gift of peace. He himself is your peace. So when disunity rules in your house, there should be angst within you. Why? Because this is contrary to the new nature given to you as a gift by the Prince of Peace himself. Do you see? In our country, when there is a lack of unity, who but the Christian should be most at unrest when we see around us and we know that peace can be had yet only through one, Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Henry continues, he is not only a peaceable prince and his reign peaceable, but he is the author and giver of all good, all that peace which is the present and future bliss of his subjects, end quote. This same prince of peace is the one who not only made peace with God possible through his shed blood on the cross, but Jesus is coming back to bring permanent peace. Do you long for that, dear saint? Are there moments where the sigh comes upon your heart and it's just a longing for home? I mean, real home. Because after all, we're just a passing through, aren't we? Ours is not only present day peace, but eternal peace to come. Don't miss this. The hope which comes through Jesus Christ 
And that's what celebrated that first week of Advent, brings peace with God through Jesus Christ as well. And in that day, as, as Isaiah states in verse seven, look at it with me again, there will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace, no end of it. That moment in your household where you sit around with the family and ah, finally, no one's fighting. And you know deep within, there's that kind of looking around the corner sense, right? I know it's coming. Who's it gonna be this time? And I hope it's not me. I'm tired of eating crow. No, in that day, peace will be permanent forever. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. I like that, don't you? The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. If the fulfillment of biblical prophecy is any indication for you and me, not only does God fulfill all his promises, but also nothing gets in his way from doing all he has promised. Don't you love this about God? For us, we kind of talk in secret, don't we? Because we're hoping that the enemy doesn't find out. God says, hey, Satan, guess what? This is what I'm doing. Try to stop me. That's the God we serve. That's the Prince of Peace that reigns in our hearts. Who says the victory is already mine and I declare it over you as well. That's something to celebrate this Christmas, don't you think? Praise God for the peace we now have through Jesus. And that nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, Romans 8, 35 through 39. I love that, don't you? Take time maybe this afternoon to read through Romans chapter eight, in particular, zooming in on verses 35 through 39. And Paul lists all of these things. Can famine, can nakedness, can sword, can all of these things, can any of this separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus? Nothing can separate us. Now, I want to pause for a moment because as I was meditating on this in, in preparation for, for today, I think sometimes Christians have bought a lie in the 21st century. And we've leaned a little too far into, into listening to the voice of, of a prosperity gospel because we seem to think amongst us that, that we should be just tiptoeing through the tulips. Yet if we were wise, we would take time, especially in 2020, and, and, and certainly COVID in my own personal walk has given me time to pause and reflect on this. I think rather we should lean into Job, right? Because it was Job who says to his wife, should we only accept good and, and not the evil that comes to us? You see, there's something that God would have for us to learn in the midst of all of this. And so we say, can even COVID separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus? No. This is the glorious truth that we get to share, the peace that causes rest within us when all around us, turbulence is swaying. Our doctrine doesn't sway with the wind. Why? Because it doesn't matter the circumstance. I am still secure in Christ. Nothing can separate me from him. 
That's glorious truth. That's what brings peace. Brothers and sisters, that in a fallen, broken world is what the world needs to hear this Christmas. As we are instructed to do in Scripture, let me encourage you with the fact that Jesus is returning. There is a second advent to come. On his first advent, he brought peace. And if you have received the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, you have the peace of God. But while in your heart you may have peace with God, you may be looking around and wondering, where is the peace? There is a day coming. The second advent is imminent, Scripture tells us, when the objective peace in our hearts will match the objective peace in our circumstances, in the presence of the Prince of Peace forevermore. And with him, for his children, he brings peace eternal. Now, that may seem difficult, difficult to grasp at times, especially as Louis Giglio says in, in, in one of his videos, the bottom falls out. And to be sure, sometimes it can be hard to grasp. Nonetheless, it's true. So let me remind you of something, dear brother, dear sister. If right now your life, externally speaking, seems anything but peaceful, consider the words of British, British evangelist, pastor, and author, Alan Redpath. And maybe you've heard this before. He wrote, there is nothing, no circumstances, no trouble, no testing, that can ever touch me, ever touch you, until first of all, it has gone past God and past Christ and right through to me and you. If it has come that far, it has come with a great purpose, which I may not understand at the moment. But as I refuse to become panicky, as I lift up my eyes to him, and accept it as coming to my own heart, no sorrow will ever disturb me, no trial will ever disarm me, no circumstance will cause me to fret, and I shall rest in the joy of what my Lord is. That is the rest and peace of victory. Jesus said in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. 2,000 years ago, the Prince of Peace came to bring the gift of reconciliation. So let us be careful then to share this gift of peace with the world this Christmas, even as we prepare for his imminent return. Amen. Will you join me in prayer? Thank you for joining us for today's edition of Tabernacle Today. To learn more about the Tabernacle, please visit our website at www.thetabernaclefamily.org. There you may access additional Tabernacle Today podcasts as well as other resources. If you don't have a church home or happen to be visiting the area, we'd love to welcome you to one of our weekly services. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you back for another edition of Tabernacle Today. Tabernacle Today.